there might not be room in their budget to buy your services right now, but the market's going to pick back up. We're all going to be okay. So once this passes, they're going to want to use your service or your product again. Welcome to the Winning E-Commerce Experience Show, where it's all about creating a brand that your customers love so they keep coming back. This show is brought to you by DataQ. Your store experience begins with your homepage. DataQ improves your conversion rate up to 30% by showing each visitor a personalized homepage based on their interest. And now your host, Sharam Anver. Hey everyone, our guest today is a marketing strategist and paid media specialist at WebTech. Alexa, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. No, we were just talking about how crazy uh, things are right now. Um, and I guess, you know, being confined to home changes everything, changes a lot, right? About how, uh, how you approach your workday. <laughs> Definitely. Yep, we're learning to adapt to the whole working from home lifestyle and you know, just seeing different results come in for our clients. So it's definitely, like you said, a crazy time right now. What's like the most annoying thing about working from home? <laughs> um, there's a lot more distractions. I have a puppy, so she oh, is, <laughs> <laughs> she's a cuddler, so she's hard to say no to. <laughs> and, and I guess she doesn't get it, right? That you're not, that you're supposed to be working. She's probably like, oh my God, you're at home, so we should play. Oh, she loves it. She absolutely loves it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that doesn't sound too annoying. So it sounds like you, you've kind of got an okay situation right now, would you say? <laughs> yeah, we're making it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the people I really feel for are the ones with, you know, kids who are like two or three. And that's just almost very, I, I guess it's kind of similar to your situation where it's like, they probably just assume that you're at home just to play because you can't really explain to them, right? No, I have to work. Right. Yeah. I guess it's a little different, a puppy versus a kid, but <laughs> I definitely understand where you're going with that. Yeah. I got into trouble by saying that to a parent. Um, so I, I do need to be very <laughs> careful about saying that. Um, but, you know, I, I had that defense of me. I'm also a parent, so hopefully that saved me. But... Um, <laughs> So, so you guys have a lot of uh, clients on, um, in, in small business, right? So I, I think you, you are in a unique position to sort of feel um, sort of their worries and what they're thinking about. Um, like what's been the general uh, morale from the clients that you work with right now with this pandemic? Yes. So I would say majority of our clients are the small to medium sized businesses. We do a lot with local businesses as well we are a local business ourselves. So definitely the morale type of thing, you know, some of the smaller businesses that we work with um, have been a little bit more fearful right now, just, mm -hmm. you know, considering the situation we're all in. So we do a lot of marketing services like the Google ads, SEO, Facebook ads, and we have had some clients just stop entirely, like pausing their marketing services mm -hmm. just temporarily, you know, for the time to save money. But then we have also had clients who want to keep full force spending, you know, these thousand dollars every month trying to, you know, be there when people are searching in Google since everybody's home right now. So it is a mixed response of what we're seeing. It looks like the smaller companies who may not have the bigger marketing budgets sure. are more hesitant and 
be acting more conservatively right now. But it's kind of to each their own, you know. Everybody yeah. has a different perspective of it. So their responses are reflecting that. And I guess it also depends on what they're selling, right? Because you've got this minority of uh, companies that seem to have the perfect product right now. So, you know, anyone selling home office equipment or food, um, I guess demands a, demand is just skyrocketing. Whereas someone selling, I don't know, travel or luxury items, maybe no one's looking for them, their products at all. You're absolutely right. We actually do have a client that sells um, at home furniture and he does Google advertising. And, you know, that was one of his things. He called in right away and said, push the home office furniture right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so you're absolutely correct in saying that. So, so let's jump into both of those, right? I, I think it's a very, I mean, obviously for somebody who is seeing huge spikes in demand versus somebody who's not, I, I, I guess the way you would ex, um, uh, jump into a marketing strategy and what you'd execute would be completely different, correct? Yeah, so we definitely, definitely need to be more sensitive to our clients right now. Um, you know, we always want to recommend different marketing strategies for them, but just, you know, being a little bit more empathetic right now with, you know, the budgets and the money side of it, you know, sure. taking a little bit more of a conservative step instead of, you know, just wanting to throw their money around. We really want to make sure that what we can offer them is going to be beneficial and they're going to see a good ROI because at the end of the day, like I said, we're a small local business too. We're all in this together. Like, we want them to succeed just as much as we want to succeed. So of we're course. definitely putting a lot more thought into strategies right now. And, and so let's talk specifically about that client who's, uh, who's got home furniture. So what specifically did you guys do when he said, hey, go push it? Um, what was your process like? So, I mean, essentially, like, I, I want to put myself in the shoes of a merchant who's listening in, who's also thinking, hey, my products are kind of perfect for this environment um i mean that sounds a little insensitive but maybe you know it, it, it sort of fits mm -hmm. what people are really looking for uh so how should a person like that i say myself approach this what, what what should i do how would i push it if you have a product that is really appropriate for this time you know no one really knows how long this is going to last but i would definitely suggest starting if you haven't already with Google advertising, as opposed to SEO, which takes a little bit of a longer time to see results. Google ads, you can make your campaign and set it up, you know, in a mm -hmm. day or so. Mm -hmm. And you can see your ads right there on Google, as opposed to SEO, which is also a really great means of marketing if you have the time for it. But that'll take, you know, several months to get you ranking organically in Google. So if you have a product that is good for the coronavirus outbreak, you know, like the home furniture, I would definitely suggest starting with Google ads. If you have a website, you know, that's assuming you have a website, if you're e-commerce, yeah. you know. No, so, so, so let's say I do have a website yeah. and, and I think that's a, I think that's a really good um, point to go with, right? So basically what you're saying is go for um, a channel which has more immediate results like paid marketing versus say content stuff, because that takes a while to build, right? Um, Absolutely. So, so if you're looking at Google ads specifically, um, I guess, I guess why you're going with that is because people are going to be actively searching for stuff and that most of the time that's going to be in Google. So let's say I'm a complete Google ad newbie. 
um, what should my process look like? What should I do? Yeah, so Google actually has um, a training program you can go through. It's really mm -hmm. simple. Um, or you could look for marketing agencies that offer this as a service for you. Obviously, you're going to have to pay for their expertise, but you know, it might be cheaper to hire a professional than trying to figure it out and throw money here and there for it not to be effective. So we always tell people, if you think, you know, paying for it, going the cheaper route will probably end, end up costing you more in the long run instead of just hiring a professional up front. So sure. if you have the time to put into it right now and you want to learn the Google ad platform, it's absolutely learnable. But if you just kind of don't want to bother with it, seeking help from a professional is totally okay too. And I, and I, and I guess there are some basic um, principles that you could apply, right? Like for instance, if you decide that your budget is $1,000 a month, um, you know, I, I guess that, that does not mean that you start your campaign with a $1,000 budget, right? Like you could probably start with, I don't know, 10 bucks and see what the um, results are like and then incrementally um, improve that. Are there any like other like basic sort of guidelines that you can share with us today about like how you would run an ad campaign just to make sure you're getting the most ROI? Yeah, so the most important thing, in my opinion, is making sure you're going after the right keywords. So the mm -hmm. keyword is the search terms um, a user will be searching in the Google bar, and you want to make sure your ad is showing for that specific phrase. So there's lots of different kinds of um, keyword match types. As you learn about pay-per-click and get into that a little bit more, it can get kind of confusing just because there's so many options. Sure. But in yeah. Google Ads itself, there is a really, really good, helpful keyword research tool that can help you plan that out. So that is always where I start. That's where I would recommend anyone starting is with the keyword research. Okay, so you know you, you do your keyword research and then um, you launch your campaigns and hopefully you start seeing um, some reasonable results. And then obviously uh, they can talk to experts like yourself to perhaps take over and maybe try to get better results from that. One of the um, like in, interesting sort of questions I was wondering about was you've got sort of this sort of training and you can learn about Google Ads, but it, it's fair to say that things are very different right now and everyone's behavior has changed. So from the work that you've been doing with clients, have you seen anything interesting or noticeable that jumped at you that shows you that people are searching differently or like that behavior has changed compared to how it used to be? Search volume has definitely been fluctuating the past couple of weeks just because of the COVID-19 outbreak for sure. Okay. Um, but as far as the competition of the keywords, I think the ones that we were talking about before, like the home offices and the products that have a lot of value during right now, I think we're going to see an increase in competition just because I think a lot of people are going to realize what a great avenue Google ads is going to be right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So I think the sooner you can get onto that and figure out what works for your campaign and what doesn't, the better off you'll be in the long run. Okay. Okay. I, and, and people have really talked about how um, even from channels uh, it's, it's changing. Sorry. I mean, device type. So there used to be sort of this very slow shift from desktop searches to mobile search. And now 
perhaps that's sort of being reversed right now, right? Because more people are spending time at home and so they're more likely to be on their computers. Um, are you seeing anything like that? I haven't seen too, anything too drastic regarding desktop with mobile, but I have seen a lot of social media platforms increasing in their traffic as well since people are home Yeah. in addition to Google. So yeah, Facebook ads, like advertising, you want to show your ads where people are. So that's Google and that's Facebook, that's Instagram, you know, the ones that are getting more traffic right now. Yeah, and, and and isn't Facebook, didn't they release some kind of program recently to help small business where they're sort of offering you ad credits and things like that? Um, have you guys looked at yeah. that at all? Yeah, they did do that. And also um, Google did that too. They are giving, I think it's $340 million in credits to companies who have been using their Google advertising since 2019. So I think a lot of these big businesses are coming together to try and help their customers and help these smaller businesses during this time, which is really, really awesome to see. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, especially because it's really hurting people financially. So if you've got a way to mm -hmm. keep your cash flow coming, especially if you're getting sort of new customers, um, I, I think that's really powerful. Um, yeah, you, definitely. You, you mentioned Facebook. Um, I mean, that's a very different platform to be doing ads on, right? Like it's not based on keywords. You're really just for, like targeting people. Um, do you have any advice for people listening in who maybe they've got a Facebook page um, up and now they're thinking, okay, I mean, maybe I've got a little bit of credits from this Facebook program. How, how do I spend it? Like, what should I do? Yeah, so I would definitely recommend doing Facebook advertising if you're in a situation like that. Um, like you said, the targeting is a little different than Google Ads is, but I will say it's a lot easier to use than a Google Ad platform for the user standpoint. Yeah, so that's true. the difference is you don't have keywords and all the technical stuff to worry about. All you have to think about if you're making a Facebook ad is what kind of customer buys your products. So we work a lot with um, home remodeling companies mm. and contractors, those sorts of things. So when we make Facebook ads for them, we think, okay, who could possibly be interested in this? And Facebook's really awesome because they have a huge list of interests you can select to match with. You can set your age group, your gender, even the language you want to target. So for the example of the home contractors, you can go as basic as selecting people who like home remodeling and home improvement or you can think outside the box a little bit and select people who have shown interest in HDTV or you know stars from that channel because it's all sort of within the same realm. So it's a lot more specific on people's interest as opposed to specific of search terms like Google Ads is. Right. And and you know taking a small business um focus is one of those really important uh things right so given a limited budget would you say that if they're going to pick a channel they should pick either or or would you say well just try google and facebook uh, how do you approach that well or rather, maybe ads. a better question is how would i like what guidelines should I use to know which one's going to be better? Because like we talked about, the targeting is so different. So clearly they're really they're better for different types of businesses, right? So what kind of guideline can you suggest for someone listening in to think, okay, 
you know, if it's this kind of situation, go with Google. If that's kind of situation, go with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely it never hurts to get a second set of eyes on this. Like if you mm-hmm. have your opinion or have a question like that, a lot of marketing agencies, including ours, will give free consultations. So like you could call in and talk right. to somebody who's a professional and they could give you their two cents. But if you don't want to do that and you're just wondering on your own if you should go with Facebook or Google, budget plays a huge factor in this. Facebook advertising, you can spend you know a couple hundred bucks and you can get great results. Whereas Google ads, we usually, we don't work with clients under a thousand dollars ad spend a month just because Mm. of the competition and the prices. So if you have set budget of, you know, $500 a month, I would probably recommend going with Facebook. Whereas if you would have a thousand or more Google ads, it's probably going to be more effective. Wow. Okay. I I think that's very clear. Thank you. I, uh, (laughs) it's sort of a very, very, uh, I mean, I know it was a because I put you on the spot a little bit because the the problem is, I guess, the other issue is that it really depends business to business, right? Like, uh, you might have a different voice and sort of very clear targeting on Facebook. Um, so I, I I think it makes a lot of sense that even if uh, given all these free consultations going around, anyone listening in, you should definitely try to talk about your individual use case with someone who knows about both platforms and also get another opinion right yeah definitely yeah so so we've got i think we've kind of covered ads so with ads you're really focusing on getting new customers and you know maybe with things like remarketing and trying to bring back uh customers to you um i i'd say it's fair to say that a lot of small businesses have been around for a while and i guess they've got a pretty significant existing customer base. Have you seen anything interesting which your clients have done to reach out to them to try to um, figure out a way that they can keep their cash flow going? So for instance, with email marketing and sending out something, a special offer or something like that. Yes, we also, email marketing is one of the services our agency offers. So we have had a handful of our clients wanting to communicate with their customers and just kind of not even try and sell them on anything, just kind of, you know, reach out as a friend reaching out. And that's mm-hmm. really what's important right now is I think building relationships with your customers or with other businesses that you can network with right now because people, you know, money's tight. So there might not be room in their budget to buy your services right now, but, you know, the market's going to pick back up. We're all going to be okay. So once this passes, they're going to want to use your service or your product again. But where we're located in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, it's a very small business focused area, which has really been a huge blessing for a lot of our clients and us. So we just, you know, our community really genuinely wants to support these small businesses during this time, just because there's so much empathy and compassion going around. So even just being transparent, like, hey, business is a little slow right now, you know, it makes people want to help. And maybe help, you're not a kind of company that wants to, you know, accept handouts, but like local restaurants and stuff, you you know, you want to help them. So I think people are good. And yeah. 
Yeah, like, have you seen any, um, like, so for instance, with the local restaurants, um, are they seen examples where they've sort of changed um, their business model a little bit to go more online? So maybe like they start accepting more Uber Eats or that they maybe they do delivery where you can buy online? Have you seen a lot of movement in that space? Yeah, I think it's pretty regardless across the board. Everybody is trying to move online to be more effective during this time. So a lot of restaurants around my area, because of the government restrictions, they can only do delivery or takeout, that kind of thing. So a lot of restaurants have started taking advantage of social media, which kind of seems like it's on everybody's like to-do list eventually. But now we've got time and, you know, there's a little bit of desperation so we're getting to that now and restaurants are getting on social media and that's where people are and I think it's really going to be this is the building block that maybe the little push that these small businesses and the small restaurants needed to get their social media presence up is finally here so I think that's a direction restaurants are moving specifically. Yeah, and I, and I guess social media, at least Facebook especially, is one of those very easy ways to get online, right? You don't even need a website. You could just go make a page and then put your phone number in there and just talk about all the products you've got and boom, you're online. Right, that's a free way to get online. So if you're not on social media, definitely do that. Yeah, I I mean, it's a, I, I really like how you said that because it's a very positive look at maybe where the industry is going, at least specifically on e-commerce. Um, there's a lot of other industries that are really hurting right now, but for you know, the e-commerce listeners, um, it's, it's clear that just because of the quarantine, everyone sort of needs to buy online. So hopefully the long-term impact is that there's going to be more e-commerce and more um, purchases online, but... I guess the focus right now is to survive, right? So depending on uh, how small you are and how much cash flow you've got, uh, it's just about trying to weather through God knows how many months. But um, And hopefully you can use these tips that Alexa has shared, um, like using ads and email marketing to try to get you through these months. Is there anything else that you've seen um, small businesses do to help them through um, this period? So I don't think we talk too much about SEO and content marketing, but just on that point of that the upside at the end of the tunnel is going to be good, um, hopefully, if you survive, uh, is it maybe a good idea to spend at least some time doing some content marketing just as just sort of anticipating when that traffic is going to go back up again. Absolutely. I mean, SEO and content marketing, like I said earlier, is more of a long-term investment just because it takes a couple months. But, you know, what I've been telling my clients right now is you keep going with the SEO or you start the SEO now. So that way, when the world does get back a little bit more normal, and people are searching for services like yours again, you'll show up in Google by that point. Whereas, Mm. you know, anything paid like the Google ads or the Facebook ads, that's going to go away as soon as you stop paying for it. So while that might be a good temporary solution for now, as you know, times are tough and it's a little bit more like you just need sales. SEO will come back underneath you in a couple months. So that way, hopefully you can stop paying for Google ads and you'll still be on the same page because of your SEO efforts. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. And 
I mean, it's always that very difficult decision to make, right? Like how much should you focus on paid versus on like long-term SEO stuff? And I guess it really comes down to how much budget you have and cash flow you have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, usually when we have new customers come to us, we only start by asking what their budget is. And then we build a strategy based off that budget. That mm-hmm. way we know they're going to be comfortable with it. And just having, you know, the experience that we have, we've been doing this for over 20 years. So we kind of have that leg up where we can say, hey, we have done this. We see that it doesn't work. Don't waste your time doing this. Or like, this is the best way to spend your money. So it's definitely, yeah. 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 The other thing which I've been um, hearing about is, you know, when you're an e-commerce company that you've got some products that aren't exactly in demand right now um whether it's possible to use like this keyword research tool and um, other tools just to see what people are searching for to give you ideas on what potentially you could do to rebrand your products or offer something new like you know I've, i've seen sort of some alcohol companies doing very obvious things like producing hand sanitizer now because that's what people want and then other companies that's mm-hmm. like like i think car companies I, i heard tesla is like doing ventilators now which is i mean that's another ball game when you're a big um uh company but you know i just spoke to an e-commerce mm-hmm. company where they do stationery and then they started doing this whole new set just to fit um people who are stuck at home and they want something to do with stationery or maybe draw and things like that is there you know are there any tips that you can share about how they could use tools like google and facebook just to get ideas on what potentially they could do with their own products yeah of course so right now the key to surviving in a business is how well you're going to be able to adapt to this so like you said with tesla they're switching gears to make the ventilators because that's what people need right now. So with tools like Google AdWords and their keyword planner, you can absolutely search for keywords like your, your products or your services. And depending on what option you click, you can either just get straight keyword volume or you can have Google uh, show result that's related keywords, sort of like what you entered, but, you know, a little bit different. So if you would go with that second option after entering your keywords, Google will show you results of similar items or similar phrases that you can pull ideas from. It'll still show you the search volume. So obviously the higher the volume, the more people that are searching for it. But, you know, if you sell, I don't know, roofing supplies or something (laughs) and you use this tool this way, it should show you like, specific types of roofing supplies that people are searching for or questions people are searching for about roofing supplies and you want to be the authority that's there to show that so i would definitely recommend taking advantage of the google adwords keyword planner sure i mean i think the other thing which i'd add to that is just use your intuition too right because you've been in business for a long time you're probably stuck at home yourself so that's probably a good thing to merge with the keyword research tool you talked about to try to come up with some good ideas right like you said you're stuck at home too so you know that's something that you would want to use right now it's probably a good chance that other people are wanting to use that product or service just like you are so if you would use it that's probably a good idea 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I well, that's a very nice positive note to I think end with. Thank you so much, Alexa. I, I think it's been uh, very helpful, uh, especially with like lots of really good feedback on how people could approach Google Ads, Facebook Ads, and you know all kinds of marketing. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you know someone is listening in. If they have more questions, I'm sure they'd love to get in touch with you. Um, how do you you know is there is, uh, how do you prefer people get in touch with you? It's webtechcc.com. Webtech is spelled W-E-B-T-E-K-C-C.com. So all our information would be on the website. You can contact us that way since sadly our physical office is closed right now, but we're all working remotely. So if you send us an email or a contact form, we will absolutely see that and get in contact with you. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. You're still here, which means you definitely enjoyed that conversation. This is a special COVID-19 e-commerce miniseries to help small business merchants out there get prepared. We're doing a lot more of these, so be the first to know whenever there's a new episode. Just follow DataQ, that's D-A-T-A-C-U-E on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Stay safe out there, everybody. Till next time, this is Sharam. <laughs>